podcast go. Boom. Yeah, I do want to. I know it's not a. We're not you know fully realized as a visual medium yet, but uh, you. I logged on and you looked like you're about to be like, oh, are you looking for your old friend <laughs> Albert? Because like. You do just seem like your own. <laughs> you look uh, like your own evil twin. And I think we both have, I don't know if it's what our vibe is. I shaved. You are sitting like you are about to spring a trap on me. So mm-hmm. I just, you just no, no, look- come a little closer. Come yeah. A little bit closer. <laughs> I am becoming the evil version of myself. I'm becoming sadder, more miserable. I'm uh, worshiping money, and I am surrounded mm. by monsters, and not enough time uh, surrounded by people who are good. So now I just, all right. I guess I'm a Republican now. Thank God I'm too lazy to vote. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing well. That's uh, great. I'm like yeah. excited for it. That's fantastic. I bought cool shoes. That's my therapy now. I just buy stuff, and I'm like, this was worth it. Hell yeah, <laughs> I think it's good to take a job that kind of eats away at your soul. To instead of saving the money, you spend it. I think that's yeah. the best. If I way saved to go. it, I could get like a car at the end of the winter and go on the road and never come back. Right, and maybe be happy, but instead I'm gonna buy a bunch of shoes every week and then just yeah. deal with that, and then have to move them because you're also moving. Oh my so. god! I don't, why did yeah. I get books? I don't read. I got so many books this year. I filled out a bookshelf. <laughs> I don't read, and now I'm just like, God damn it! I have to move all these fucking books. Yeah, that's my big. I'm not buying books until I'm in a house. I'm done buying books. I'll get them online, whatever, or at least not in bulk because I, I have like books in a suitcase right now for real like i just oh my God, yeah. we don't have a bookshelf i don't i'm not trying to get a bookshelf i just want to just download the stories into my brain hole mm-hmm. and then i don't have to carry them with me physically when i leave this plane of existence you that's know what the I mean? singularity brother you just jam a chip into your head that downloads things for you a little extra hard drive so you could just store stories okay i have a i have a scenario for you i brought i raised this to my fiance yesterday and now i'm raising it to you so we're you and i are married uh i quit yeah it's honestly the sex sweaty Uh, (laughs) the fighting often uh, (laughs) so i i quit i quit comedy to pursue my dream of becoming an astronaut and i do so with flying colors the only person to start that journey at 40. (laughs) (laughs) not 40 but you know what you honestly make me feel like I'm 150 some years <laughs> the way you fucking nag me. Um, but I go to space. Mm-hmm. I fall into a black hole. You presume I'm dead. I come out of the other side in some warped version of reality. I am alive. You're alive on your end. If I hook up with someone, is that cheating? Oh, well, it depends. Yes, yes, that's cheating. Unless, <sighs> unless it's the other dimensional version of me. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it is my evil twin, if it is Picard from the Dark Years or whatever. <laughs> sure. Then, oh my God, I hate. I'm gonna go set a yeah. Fire right <laughs> now. Fully, someone that. fully being like, "Hey, are you recording <laughs> a podcast? I just want you to know." <laughs> oh God damn it! But yeah, you know, yeah, maybe 100%. we can just have a. So this is where this is where I came. I was like, look, all right, if that's the case, babe, I love you. But like, I think we should have a clause where if I fall through a black hole, 
we are open. We're in an open relationship, <laughs> just in case I make it out on the other side. Well, here's a question. If she thinks you're dead and she hooks up with somebody else, is that cheating? She's a cheating whore and I will find her. Because <laughs> you know she's still alive, so you seem like the bigger <laughs> bastard here. I will. I will come back. I'll crawl my way through that black hole and I will uh, let her know that I am upset with what she's doing. That's All the right? thing. Are you going to come back? And when you come back, is it in this point in time or is it in the few like as time moved at the regular yeah. pace on this side of the hole? She would be like bones. She'd be dust. But the planet might be destroyed. But if the planet was destroyed and my cheating ex was on it, I would piss on the planet's ashes, you know, to let him. <laughs> To let them know that you don't do that. No, no, is it like to okay. astronaut Ben Katzner? You will not. You go through the black hole, you hit the singularity. So it's like you are you go and have an adventure and you come back, but it's only been a moment here. Right? And in your adventure you live like a decade and you fuck it's the opposite. heart's content and you come back. You think it's the opposite? It's for sure the opposite. Time would be you it would be like hundreds of years would pass here. And I would be like, oh, this is like 10 minutes. I just, and I jerked off for seven. You immediately fuck someone. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you do is like, hey, how's it going? I, right. I haven't had a wife in about 10 seconds. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a whole new world. That's what the song is about. It's about fucking. This is and, a, uh, this is now, how many of these scenarios are you bringing up as your wedding is coming closer? <laughs> Look, babe, I, I want to know the rules. All right, when can I? I cheat like on you? to cover my bases. I think that is a nice thing <laughs> for everyone involved to know what's up. Um, you know, she has Michael B. Jordan. I have Ben B. Falling through a black hole. And <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fine. Is like I see a no problem person? with it. Nope, just the mm -mm. first person I see. <laughs> Did we talk about we talked about this last time, right? Yeah. On the yeah, last podcast. She's gonna yeah. fuck Michael B. Jordan and you just yeah. know that. And you have to live your life hoping they never run into each other or right. else you just unravel. What do you think's more realistic? Her having sex with Michael B. Jordan or me falling through a black oh, hole? Oh, you falling through a black hole. <laughs> I have no faith in her game. That's funny. Um, she's stuck she's with you. Game. She's clearly terrible. Nah, she's got game. How dare first of all, don't you fucking talk about my future <laughs> wife like that. I'll climb through the screen like it's a black hole and oh, I will no. fuck you up. It's always Secondly, climbing through holes and fucking with you. Yeah, dog. <laughs> it's my MO. I don't know what you want. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's that just the thing that's been on my mind. I don't know. How have you been? I feel like we I haven't really so got funny. to talk I'm that good. much. I worked uh, four million hours, but I got a cool new apartment that I'm moving into at the end of the month. You got the apartment, baby. It's happening. I got it. I, a 32-year-old man, I had to ask my older bro brother to sign an apartment for me like a teenager. Sure. Um, the good news in all this process, though, is I did finally look at my credit, and I think I can fix it in the next year, which is cool. Do you want to say your credit score on this pod? 597. Okay. I think that's bad. There's a but fun that's story fine. behind it. It is bad, but there's a fun. Well, the this first time fine. it dipped was uh, I had, for some reason, my student loans were broken up weird. I had like only like $2,000 in student loans, but for some reason, yeah. $60 of that was sent as a separate payment, and I just like missed the letter. Wait, I moved so, or something. So you just 
Wait, so you only paid 60 or they were like holding no, no. on to 60? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like, wow. I, I found out I was like in a new apartment. And I got a letter saying, hey, we sent you to collections for this 60 bucks. I was like, wow, what a right. fucking trash. sis! unbelievable. Yeah, truly great. That makes me want to blow up the planet. That is Similar insane. thing happened with a medical bill where they charged me like for four or five different things. And one of them I just like missed, I guess. Yeah, uh, that was cool because I was like, hey, could you charge me within this month? Because uh, my insurance is going to run out. You know? of the month and they're like yeah we got you and they waited like three <laughs> so of course um and then the big one that's really fucked me over was uh have you ever heard of the app turo yeah is that like a car thing yeah or you rent like a person's car like uber yeah. but car rental um someone suggested yeah. it to me for comedy so a friend and i we planned this trip to um atlanta okay and we rented a car like weeks out in advance and they're like hell yeah here's your car it's gonna be in jersey just go pick it up I'm like, great, cool. There's a guy's info. Day of, I show up in Jersey, call the guy, and he's like, What are you talking about? My car blew up months ago. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So then the company were like on customer service and they're like scrambling to find us a car. And there's like a sleazy car rental place that looks really shitty nearby. And they're like, Okay, we got you a car from this place, but we're going to charge you 500 extra dollars. So, how? how? I don't know because they're fucking assholes. So we had to call customer service every day on the trip and they would only give us a hundred dollars back at a time. So we had to do it like five days in a row and call back and be like, no, we're not paying you this. You have to give this. You fucked up. You pay us. So we finally got the $500 cleared. Right. And I had to tell them where we were going when we started. So I said, we're going to Atlanta, by the way. Just so you know, we're driving this whole time. I'm not just going to rent a car and not drive it for two of the days or anything. We're driving the whole time. Rented the car. I came back, dropped off Nick, cleaned out the stuff. I must have left a bottle or something under his seat. The guy tried to charge me $200 for cleaning. And then uh, and then the company said we drove too far and tried to charge us $700 for driving too far. And I Holy said, shit. I just replied to the email, well, fuck you. And then they sent me to collections immediately. And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Because you still have to, you still have to like act civil, even though you're getting absolutely fucked. <laughs> I hate this goddamn email. world so much. You sent an uh, email saying "fuck you." That's yeah. hilarious. That's if fun. you work for Toro, I truly hope your entire family chokes in front of you. But you live, and you have to live with that for the rest. Right, of your life. and uh, you can't. You can't call an ambulance because it's too much money. So you're like, I guess I'll just <laughs> rent a Turo car. Yeah. I don't know. And then you get upcharged seven thousand dollars. Oh my god! I had to rent an ambulance to Turo to save my own family because I worked for Turo and they all died, <laughs> and I'm broke now. <laughs> that place doesn't. I wonder if that place even still exists. I haven't heard much about it. So that's what's well, That's unbelievable. Like a comedy friend told me about it. He's like, Yeah, I've done it like five times, and it was awesome every time. <laughs> And that was the person who was scamming you on the other yeah, end. Of the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I invented hey. this app Toro and I've just fucked Albert's right. credits. Man, that sucks. Yeah. I am sorry. I did so I not know that. About I should you. just pay that off this year because I've just been ignoring collections this whole time. So, how much do you, are you Seven, comfortable saying? It's 780 bucks. Yeah, yeah just hanging sucks. there. And you're like, ah, that sucks. That really does suck. But I mean, you know, if people want to Venmo us for this podcast. <laughs> Our man needs help. Okay. Uh, I don't, he needs his own listen, truck I think so it's he like can. 70 people, $70 each person that listens to this podcast. The math on that is off, but that is that really is, that's off. actually wow. extra money for us, but that's fine. $7? Um, I think I'm an idiot, man. I can't count good. So here's the thing, people. We need to get our man out of debt and into his own truck so he doesn't have to ride around with racist Italians oh. who honk at women 
anymore. So despite this is those this is two it. flaws, by the way, those guys are great. We get along really well. <laughs> despite yeah. the, the racism and the, and the hassling women. <laughs> you know, every time you say that, I, I, I worry about you more. I really do. It makes me nervous. Listen, if you are a comedian in New York City and you do not book me for shows, I will become a Republican. <laughs> I need to balance out my life. And it's on the comedy community to provide me with opportunities to be surrounded by fun people. If you're a comedian in New York and you want to get booked for shows, you should become a Republican. That's the best. <laughs> what are you talking about? Those are the, It's the most fruitful path. I've told you this off podcast. I'll say it on. I think I'm going to become a black conservative because I just want to have a savings account. You know what I mean? Like I want <laughs> I want to be able to retire someday. And I think that's the best thing to do is to go on Fox News and be black and be wrong for cash. That's all I mm, want. So that would be cool. You know, there's yeah. at least at least it's always straight up. You know, you always know what you're getting, which is a lies for cash. Right. <laughs> something about the simplicity in that that I do like. They'll be like, hey, man, do you really believe all this stuff that you're saying? And I go, no, but the camera's off. Who cares? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I float away on a river of gold oh. coins like I'm in fucking ducktails. All right. That's what I want. So be a Republican for money and money alone. That's why they do it. You think they're doing it because they believe that they can make the world a better place? No, they want to fucking get rich Cash. and like cover up, you know, some of their sexcapades. That's what they're trying. To That's do. why one of our most iconic American images is a giant toga lady made out of cash. Yeah. That the first Republican is the whatever Statue you're talking about. <laughs> She's green, money's green, it's there. I don't know. I really doesn't. I was, I was, I knew what you were talking about, but I wasn't picturing the Statue of Liberty per se. I was picturing the Statue of Liberty on money, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, that lady or the but blind justice me, lady. I love how I down think that's with what it I was you were. You just went with it, yeah. Like, yeah, yep, whatever nonsense he just said, that's true. <laughs> I, I go, hey, man, you're talking about shilling for cash. I'm in. Let's do it. That's who Were I am. you ever as a little kid like I could walk up endless flights of stairs? I remember there was like a few years what? of my life. Where, <laughs> this is going to come back in a sec. Uh, where I was okay. like, I could walk any amount of stairs you give me is nothing, right? There was a while as a kid, and I remember when they were, we were reading about the Statue of Liberty, and they're like, it's this many flights of stairs up mm. to the head and this many up to the torch. And I was like, that's nothing. I could do that in no, in no, no time. That'd be easy as hell. You know, I could walk upstairs forever, and I'm just sure. so happy they shut that down. <laughs> yeah, no, as a child, I had, I had dreams, so I wasn't really thinking about how many steps I could go up. I was like, what if I was a dragon or a ninja or both? Wow. But you were like... Yeah, I could take on three flights. No problem. It's <laughs> a very That's grounded a... <laughs> view of reality. I mean, I wasn't sitting around fantasizing about that. But when it was brought up to like, me, yes. when it was like this many steps or the Statue of Liberty, it's like I could climb it. Fuck Picture yeah. you at like the kids table at Thanksgiving, just sitting by yourself and someone mentions, oh, we got a new house. Oh, the only bad thing is this staircase has so many steps and you just slowly turning, sipping some <laughs> apple cider, being like, did someone say steps? <laughs> nothing. That's nothing to me. I'll tell you, know, you a little story about steps. <laughs> little idiot Ben over here is like, I want to be a ninja. I'm like, you don't even live in feudal Japan, stupid. <laughs> you don't need to. So feudal, you don't need to be in feudal Japan to be a ninja. It ninja really helps. That you're thinking of a samurai, you racist. They're both. First of all, Japan had ninjas. 
they did have ninjas, but it wasn't exclusive to that time period. And I will fight you as such, regardless of the fact <laughs> that I don't have the actual knowledge to sustain this argument. <laughs> I will also fight you without with also not knowing <laughs> anything. I'm about already doing it. I'm already a black Republican. And I'll tell you another thing. If Kendrick Lamar doesn't pull up his goddamn pants, his next album to the moon or whatever. That is I'll funny. That is funny how much sagging scared the shit out of people. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of the reasons before I knew about Bill Cosby, it was one of the reasons I hated Bill Cosby was because I was like, who the fuck comes at us? And it wasn't even me at the time, I guess. But like, <laughs> I was like a child. And I, I remember him being like, oh, it's going to pull up their pants and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, shut the fuck me as a child. <laughs> yeah. Man, shut the fuck up, Bill Cosby. That's what I said. <laughs> and your parents just being like, I don't know how to deal with this. this is, I don't think we, I don't think this is for us. <laughs> this did not come in the manual that we got with this child. So this is wild. But yeah, I just really did not like, I was like, that is old white people. Why are you old white people yeah, shitting on us? Crazy. What are you talking about? And now we know he's a monster. Goddamn ghoul. Something Go happened. <laughs> you know that's like the fourth time you've done that and the other three times i 100 percent fell for it like well y- yeah <laughs> you've not one of them was michael jackson <laughs> i was like wait you don't know about this you don't like michael jackson okay no i guess that's a podcast for a different day because no, i think you he didn't has, like thriller i think he was great for amusement parks but terrible for music wow that's a take <laughs> No, well, that's recorded. Can't cut that out. So that's fine. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I my parents didn't know shit when I was growing up. So and the, my mom is great and I love her. And my dad is not in my life, but uh I will say, God damn, that just there's no I was like, what's a fun quick, what's a fun transition yeah. from my dad's not in my life into Who like else is dad wasn't the in their life, huh? Um oh there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Much like our podcast topic today, my dad wasn't around, except (laughs) one was, one wasn't. It's kind of complicated. Honestly, there were some days where I was like, I would have been better off being aborted, (laughs) (laughs) which is the perfect segue into the podcast. Are you ready? Let's do it, baby. What's up, guys and gals, germs and gents and Gentiles and the other thing that I don't know (laughs) if I can say or not. I am Ben Katzner. I am one of your co-hosts today. This is Burn Your Heroes, okay? This is the podcast where we talk about people you love, people we love, and we let you know that they might not be as good as you think, okay? Oh, shit. With me today is one of the greats, one of the best to ever do it. Introduce yourself, my friend. Give it up for... Hello, I'm tired and my feet hurt, and I'm feeling mm. a little bit Albert today. I'm there Albert you know. Kirshner, famous comedian, terrible boiler repairman. But I'm getting there, baby. I am getting there. 
All it takes is a little bit of know-how and some uh, duct tape. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Hell yeah. That's uh, most of my job is duct taping boilers together. And people are like, no, we're, what? Stop. <laughs> if you want to say that, that is Kirsten. someone who hires you, by the way, to fix something in their house, just tape something together. People do yeah. not like that. They're like, wait, that what feels, the <laughs> That feels correct. You're I'm, way I'm too with expensive that. to be taping shit in front of me. And uh, who the hell are you? Well, I, I am world-renowned tongue scraper ben katzner hey it's a living okay uh i just do this podcast for a little bit of scratch but my true passion is scraping the tongues of Wait, the unscrapables getting, you're getting paid for this podcast if i found out right now you were getting money out of this <laughs> and i was i would burn it all to the ground Damn, yeah. burn your heroes my co-host ben katzner ben why are you a bastard why are you gray I'm gray because every day I get on this microphone and I lie to you people and I pretend <laughs> that I'm happy. <laughs> well, I don't think you're not that great at pretending. Oh, all right. Well, then they I'm know. a bad actor. I get lots I of emails like, hey, is Ben all right? Hey, are you all right? You guys okay? I like your podcast because you guys aren't pretending to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we say this every episode, but I'm going to say it again. We're probably going to talk about some other stuff. All right. Especially this time, because this is a touchy subject. All right. Mm, because very feely today we are discussing Norma McCorvey, McCorvey, a.k.a. Jane. <laughs> this is weird to say Jane Rowe from Rowe versus Wade. Uh, yeah, man, this is an interesting ass story. Um, it is a crazy is, story. This is yeah. a, a real juicy one. This is probably the realest one we've done so far, where like there are actual consequences for bad. I mean, there are actual consequences for other ones, but like, I don't know. It just feels like this one is a very weird thing I did not know about until a couple of weeks ago. And ever since I saw a little vignette on this person and her life, I was like, Yo, we got to talk about this because this is insane. This is insane stuff to me. I don't know. Um, in my school, normally I'd be like, Albert, what do you know about abortion or whatever? But uh, I don't like this is literally I don't think I in public school. I don't think it was brought up. I, I literally can't think of one time even Roe versus Wade was brought up. Um, maybe Dwayne Wade versus some guy named like John Rowe or something. <laughs> There's nothing that was never taught in religion other than, you know, sex is bad. Abortion is bad. Sex within marriage is good, but sex within marriage. But if you don't come inside, someone is bad. And then I stopped listening because I was like, none of this makes sense. Um, I just don't think there I have any I didn't. It must have been I was probably like 18 before I really knew what was actually happening with any of this shit. Yeah, I just realized hmm. and all the stupid CCD stuff I did, they only shit on masturbation. I don't think they had any faith. They didn't need to tell us about abortion or abstinence because I don't think they had any faith in us ever having sex. Sure. <laughs> They're like, hey, that your version of sex? Don't do that. That one you what do did they... the rest of your life. Did they ever, did you ever, sometimes I get this little like brain worm where I'm like, I remember being told that in the Bible it says it's illegal to, or whatever to like spill your seed did they ever say the sentence spill your seed to you or did i just make that up i don't know i feel like if i heard that i would have buried that <laughs> immediately forever 
while you would have buried it because it's a seed and you want your cum tree to grow. So that makes sense <laughs> to me perfectly. Oh, I don't know. God. I just think there's a whole there, there's got to be a page in the Bible where it's like, uh, 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 speed can only be spilled where it can also be sown. Oh, into the yeah. Earth or oh yeah. They're talking about seed spewing all day, spilling, spewing um, and what you're how much seed you're allowed to have in your hand and mm. before you legally have to wash it or else you're a sinner. And all that kind of stuff, you know, just chapters you, and chapters on the in the Bible about seed. It's beautiful. Did you ever go to confession? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I never. Did said you actually? Real. Okay, <laughs> never, I was gonna mind. ask. No. This is and this is a question for our listeners who uh, were raised Catholic who went to confession. Let me let us know. Tweet at us, email us, whatever. I want to know what sorts of things you actually confessed in confession. Because I would go in knowing damn well I'm not going to tell Father Corwin that I was beating well, my meat like it owed me money. What's so funny about small town confessions? It's like, all right, we're talking, and then we both go into the booth together. But then there's like a, a thing that's pretending like I don't know who you are, and we're not right. going to make eye contact immediately after this. Right. <laughs> and when you're like one of the lone black people in your <laughs> parish, like he knows. He knows yeah. because he's like, hmm. That shadow's a little bit darker than the other <laughs> ones. That's that black boy talking about beating it again. Isn't you can see it? his eyeball against the grate. Like, yeah, I thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to make a child confess their sins because it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are kids doing? If if the child is doing something that's so heinous that their parents don't know, you should also whatever trouble or whatever is going on with the child they should have to face the same punishment because it's like if i'm eight and i'm like well i did bury a body recently like that's <laughs> on the parents for not knowing that i murdered a full human person <laughs> i crank off every dog i come in contact right with. Like, no. you're telling me that i have to apologize because i humped the couch too hard fuck you i'm yeah. a kid i'm learning I was gentle with my couch. I knew the good rhythm. I've always had a good sense of rhythm when it came to devastating the soft furniture in our house with my genitals. I genuinely cannot believe that to be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> There's no part of me that will allow that to be actually correct. I mean, the real I'm... version of confession with children would just be like, well, I'm starting to become horny and now that's all I am. And then just adults having to be like, well, you're not my kid, but also don't please. Right. Please don't. <laughs> It is this Very weird bad. thing of like, we all know that the Catholic Church is riddled with pedophiles. And yet we're like, son, you're 10 now. It's time to go in there and tell that man about your sexual deviancy. <laughs> you gotta go do seven minutes in heaven. With that is fucking burger. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, so I didn't really know. I didn't really have. I knew what Roe versus Wade was at some point. I don't know if that was just like imprinted in me. I probably saw it on the news or something. It definitely was in really a textbook, know. but I'm sure it's he, like a cool English teacher told us about it. Sure. Absolutely. Um, but like, you know, I'm and I'm sure honestly, I'm sure there are a bunch of people around me in my world when I was growing up who were like getting who had had abortions for whatever reasons. And like it just but it was just never talked about compared to now where it's like, I'll meet a comedian and they'll be like, hey, I'm I'm Mary Joe. And also, I just had an abortion today. And I'm like, tight. Uh, are you doing time on the show or did you just come <laughs> here to tell me that? You know, like it's just it is just not it. The stigma being in New York is very interesting because it's like there are so few things that people tell me now where I'm like, <gasps> oh, you know, whereas in back in Albany, Minnesota, when I was like 15, 
I wouldn't have been like mad at someone bringing that up or whatever, but I wouldn't know how to. I'd be like, oh, okay, uh, well, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and they swear a lot on there, so like I understand <laughs> we're both we're both in dark waters here. I get it, you know. What I, mean? I, just, I can't I believe know. how chill I am with herpes now. Cause that was What's like up? that was used a lot to like shame people in sure. high school, right? Like she has herpes because she has sex, or she had an abortion because she had sex, and you're like, ha, I'm, sure. I have had sex with that person or have wanted to, so it's fun to join in on this shame. Sure. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, well, if they don't have open sores, you probably won't get it. It's fine. Herpes means nothing. I mean, it'll last forever, but I truly do not give a shit. And you're like, what have you ever happened? hooked up with you're someone? Have you ever hooked up with someone who has herpes? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Mm. I'm out there doing uh, the Lord's work. What are you doing? Shaming? Huh? No. Ostracizing? Or one time I was horny. One time I was jacked up enough that I would have, but it was like a long distance situation. And I think that's probably for the best because I'd probably have herpes today. Um, I was on a date with someone who told me they had herpes and how quickly I didn't give a shit when I was drunk. I was very worried, but we didn't hook up that night. And I was at a temp job the next day, just reading about herpes. I was like, oh, this is nothing, dude. This is bullshit. <laughs> but now after reading that, I was like, wow, people are real sloppy. Because like to get herpes, it has to be usually it has to be visible. Yeah. So people are like, like whoa, your genitals are all fucked up. Anyways, let's just do this. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Well, there's a. <laughs> There's a fine line between, especially when you're in the hookup zone, as I like to call it, the hookup zone, sponsored by Boost Mobile. I don't have where sex you anymore. At. I'm a um, adult virgin. But like you, sometimes you don't. If you don't know, like if you don't have a wealth of experience, a wellspring, if you will, and you are looking at something and you're like, "Is it always like that?" And it is. <laughs> you might have ruined your chance at hooking up. So you oh, have to be. You know what I mean? You have to come. Or you're in. just like, I don't know. Genitals always look weird. Sometimes they get so open sores on them, and that's just part of life, man. That is true. Okay. Get in there. I realize. I realize yeah. now how far away from our actual topic that we've got. <laughs> I kind of lost it um, because we're both. Uh, I think we we can both say we're not like super versed in who this person is, but reading up about yeah. them has been very interesting. So yeah, uh, Norma McCorvey. Okay, so she was the plaintiff. Is that? Yeah, the plaintiff in Roe v. Wade. She had previously had two children and she'd put, well, I, one should of we start the first one, she was uh, 16 and he was a 22. Right. Um, so that was cool. So that, that's very important. That stuff is very important. She was, she was, I guess she was kind of labeled as like a troubled youth at some point. I think she was a ward of the state in Texas or something. Or That's what's funny to me is like how many times she has been treated as this person who's like, what a little fucking rascal. While right. it's like every adult in her life has abused and failed yes. her at every level possible. Yes. <laughs> this is, is a, her mom was a piece of shit. This is a person who emerged from trauma and like is just living, just living a life because life has been taken from her at so many points. So like, uh she had two children before um and she had put both of them up for adoption yeah one was when she was 16 i I don't know when the other one was but um she had a bad life before all the or she had a bad life that's what was happening as a kid it was tough and then she had she got pregnant again and uh she's like you know what i'm tired of all this paperwork all right and no more adoptions I'm trying to get rid of this one. I don't want to have this baby. And uh, and she was in Texas. 
She fun, was in Texas. The funniest state. Hilarious to be there, right? They've grown so much since this happened. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, yeah, so she was in Texas. And she's like, hey, uh, old Norma Jean's trying to get this little boop, boop, out of here, you know? And uh, they're like, hold on, Norma. You can't do that. We, why? Well, I don't know. God came down from the mound and told us that we shall mm, be in charge of a young person's body. So you can't get this abortion. That was a crazy part of the documentary. You ever listen to like clips of the the trials? So we should say like... real quick. So you watch there's a FX documentary on this person, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like uh, I watched a uh, it was like a Dateline story on her. You watch so an eight-minute clip, and I watch an hour and a half-long documentary. Yeah, you know, one of us has know. one of us has things to do, that, <laughs> and one of us is you. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to watch. I really, I care the most about this part. That is fully. I care the most about kind of what happened after, honestly. But say what you're gonna say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, every part of this is like, uh, oh, our. It's like a, just a huge disappointment in our country and the people who live here. And anytime you watch, like, I would say, what year was this? Like, 60s? She, yeah, she was. Uh, this case happened in 73. Listening no, she, that's to- when the that's when the ruling came down. So, yeah, this was like 71, maybe. Does that Listening matter? to politicians and Supreme Court justices speak uh back then is like pretty horrifying because they're just like base level for how to treat people was just absolute shit the one dude is joking at her like wow anytime you're arguing against two ladies you're always gonna lose (laughs) and it's like well all right this is gonna affect like so many women but right it's just like it's so fucking mad many just like yeah people who sound illiterate who are you can hear them smoking and drinking whiskey while they're like i don't know the, the women only get pregnant if they want to and you're like that's Fucking I mean, I guess right. still, we're still listening to that same bullshit today. That's like, what's <laughs> wild is we are still listening to the same bullshit. They just like say it a little differently. You know what I yeah. mean? It's the same yeah. old boys club or all this dumb shit where or it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it is, it is. It's weird how cyclical all this horrible shit is. And yet we cannot break the cycle in any way, shape or form for whatever reason. Because Christianity is a potent plague and we can't shake it. It is a it's Christianity, but it's also everything else, too. <laughs> it's literally every single person who's been in charge or every family that's been in charge of this country since the dawn of this country is like, yeah, but like, what if we keep it the way it is? So we're good. And then it's like, all right, I guess I'll just fucking I mean, I kill could, myself. I could understand the impulse for doing that. If you've got it good, why not keep it good? But it is a burden on everybody else. <laughs> Everyone that exists, <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right. Yeah. Why? If I had power, why would I? not fight to keep it it's, it's chill as hell having a yacht i've heard i've heard it is very chill having a yacht um but yeah so norma uh gets involved in roe v wade and and i i think we should point this out i think this is honestly why this initially drew me to this is so she gave up those two children for adoption we are both adopted children all right oh, we're so, so this is fucking adopted we we be out here we adopting we adopting we adoption whatever variation of i'm a dachshund i am a cool little dog <laughs> and uh it is weird to be i i i've had i've had people maybe not a lot but like at least one or two people be like 
well, where do you stand on Roe v. Wade or where do you stand <laughs> on abortion, knowing that I'm ado- or, uh, on adoption because knowing that I am adopted myself. So like yes. they'll ask me these questions and I'll be like, why the fuck do I care? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Stupid people think life is so goddamn precious that you'd miss it if you never got to experience it. But it's like you can't right. miss it if you weren't here. Knowing if you knew me now, you wouldn't ask my stance. You would just assume I sh- I would think that abortion is mandatory, that no one <laughs> should be alive and that everyone should have the gift of never having to live through the suffering that is life. Oh, that's yeah. if you know me now. I mean, if I got aborted, I wouldn't have to watch my mom die and then be adopted. So that's, you know, life is cool and all. I'm happy to have it, but it's like also would have dodged a bunch of cool bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> one way to look at it. Care. I do. <laughs> it's yeah i um, i so i it's it's never really affected me in the way like i think adoption is great and like i i actually know a few people who have like reached out to me and were like hey we're thinking about adopting a kid blah 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 and i'm like i don't know anything about it other than i was adopted like i'm not an expert but i support that you are doing these things and you know by american as one does but other than that no disrespect <laughs> whoa, no disrespect, no disrespect. Hey. i'm I mean, sorry but i was cheaper for a reason i came with dense <laughs> We're outsourcing these fucking babies to, you know, wherever, China, <laughs> communist Uzbekistan. All right. And we got and we got fucking homegrown American babies right here in Fulton County, Georgia, and they deserve to be picked up. OK, literally, I do and suggest if you are adopting, try and get a baby. They, we do come with some baggage if we're older. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, we're, I forget. Were you adopted as a baby or as a little kid? I was adopted as a young boy, a little babe, mm-hmm. fresh you, out the womb. You hear how fucked up he is? Imagine having to raise that. What do you mean? <laughs> I was a child. I'm I'm pro your point. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I, mean. was, I was like a few months old, I think. Maybe really? like six months wow. or something. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely don't get a five-year-old. I mean, I, I'm blessed, and I am very. This grateful, is fucked up. That is so fucked don't up. Get to a, say. Don't get a five-year-old. It's oh boy! Be a hassle. Luckily, nobody love in your heart. Nobody who listens to this podcast has enough money to adopt a child, so I think we're good. But <laughs> it's so expensive. that is a fucked is up crazy. thing to say. It is funny. It's like it's very similar to like adopting a pet. They're like, we are going to put you through the ringer paperwork-wise, and if you fail this, we are just going to let them rot <laughs> right in this fucking cage. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you're life is not good enough to pull this person out of an orphanage <laughs> like, uh okay so norma had two kids sent them, put them up for adoption was like mm-hmm. i would like to abort the third they're like we're actually gonna take you to court you're gonna have to go to court if you want to get rid of this baby and she's like but wait knowing how time works wouldn't that defeat the purpose and then by the time she wins the case they're like oh yeah well you can't abort a two-year-old so you're a mom now <laughs> You know that Yo. thing you fought, you went to the Supreme Court uh-huh. to fight for? Well, you're that. I'm sorry. That's you so are cool now. Is how everyone was fighting for the life of that child, and then it was born, and people were like, What child? <laughs> I don't give right. a fuck about that child. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure it got out here to suffer with the rest of us. It's not fair that they could dodge that. And everyone included her mother. Uh so now she just had a two-year-old kid, basically, that at some point was going to find out just how unwanted she really was. Um, and that's kind of where I, uh, that's where the thing I watched really picked up on. They like focus more on the daughter, which is an interesting dynamic. I've been a kid. 
I've never met my birth parents, but I, you know, I've known I was adopted for a long time, but I've never been a child who was like, you know how like sometimes people are like, huh, you were actually an accident. Imagine if it was like, oh, there's proof that I was an accident and like a big one, you know? <laughs> if it wasn't for government intervention, you would not exist. Yeah. <laughs> I would have a boat instead of a third child. Uh, I thought it's funny. People were like using adopted as like a, oh, you're adopted is like a slam. And you're like, well, your parents didn't mean to have you. Mine right. very actively tried to get me. I was like, I would literally, guy. I would literally be like, well, I have a receipt that say <laughs> that, that says they want me. So like, what's your deal? You know? Um, so yeah, she uh, gave birth to this kid. And then <laughs> got back on the old adoption train and just put the kid back, which is honestly for the best. Like that is a good choice. If you're like, look, I don't want this kid. This kid is in my life now. Is there anything we can do? <laughs> I have a picture like a back alley deal being like, is there anything I can do about this daughter I have? Can I just <laughs> drop it off somewhere? And uh, she did. And looking at the life that she, her name is Shelly Lynn Thornton mm -hmm. and the life that she has had, she got adopted which is mm -hmm. cool, you know. That's that's what you want to happen when you give up a child to adoption is you want that process to complete. And it's it's best case scenario, yes. Life, you know, she got parents she seems to like. And that's good. That's rad. Yeah. Being so, uh Norma McCorvey's daughter does not seem fun. Yeah. So yeah, she had she had 18 years of not knowing that she was Norma McCorvey's daughter. That's pretty nice. All right? That's pretty good. There was then you know year 18 came and she found out very quickly who her mom was and i think so like people reached out to like weird like weird i, I think they were actually national Enquirer reporters or something quote-unquote reporters reached out to her and were like hey do you know who your mom is da 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 da, da. it's norma aka jane roe and like what is why is that your job what the fuck are you take like who how do you sleep at night giving yourself that task like oh this will be a juicy story let's just right fuck up some lady's life <laughs> right fucking animal so shelly has to meet her mom which she never asked for never wanted whatever they meet and then it's like oh shit okay i'm looking at <laughs> you tried to you tried to get me out of here all right but now you're back and we have to talk about it and in that conversation, Norma was basically like, hey, it's so good to be back in your life. Also, I'm trying to make some bank here. Yes. And I do need <laughs> you to do this interview with the National Enquirer because mama has got a little addiction for gambling. I don't know what her problem was. She just wanted money. And then uh, she tried to get her kid to do a National Enquirer story being like, oh, Jane Rowe's daughter speaks. Yeah, yeah, that's some horse shit. And you know she's gonna they're gonna ask her about her opinions on abortion and that's like right. seems to be her whole life after that is like every including the interview that she did in that thing that we watched and they're yeah. like wow yeah that must be really hard that everyone asks you your opinion on abortion so what is it right <laughs> immediately fucking immediately and hers is like i don't have one because i don't i'm tired of having this conversation please leave me alone <laughs> it's basically like she tweeted something fucked up 10 years ago and people constantly ask her about it and she's like it was it was I didn't it was 10 years ago. I didn't have anything. It's I don't you know, it's like I don't have an opinion. I don't want to talk about it. And they're like, no, we totally understand that. Yeah. But that of course but that wouldn't. tweet, though, uh, you know, <laughs> um, there was a funny line in it, which is like already this is the this is like proving the point that 
you know, she shouldn't have to answer about this with because someone's like, are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? And she's like, I don't even know what that is. That means. And you're, yeah, immediately I'm like, wild. oh, a crazy thing to say. But also it's like, yeah, I shouldn't have to have an opinion on this. You personally shouldn't have to. Yeah. If she came out, she's like pro-life, pro-life, pro-choice. Man, I'm just pro Shelly. I'd be like, that's fine. I totally get that. <laughs> That'd be cool as hell. I get that. That's totally Check out fine. my new brand. <laughs> right. Shelly for life. Because she has been through a lot. And I totally understand. Your mom tries to kill you. However you feel. I'm, I'm not. There's no value judgment on abortion. But for all its has a purpose here. Like her mom was like, I don't want you to exist. And then she's like, but I persevere. Okay. And then her mom comes back in her life and is like, now that you exist, I do need you to make me money. Yeah, like, you got you any, are, I, need, I need a pack of smokes. Could you give me a fiver real quick? And like, this is you our are, conversation this decade. Cool. That is such a good analogy. Okay. Imagine your, your dad or somebody is like, hey, I'm going out to get a pack of smokes. Never comes back. All right. Then comes back and is like, hey, I actually did go to get smokes, but I need 20 bucks. Can you hook me up? <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? She's is this uh, shit? she's Jenna's mom from Thirty Rock trying to get money for her breast realignment surgery. That's <laughs> exactly what she like. I I got the meat, Jack. <laughs> she just needs to perk him up a little bit. Jenna's mom from Thirty Rock, but Jenna's mom from Thirty Rock probably has at least double the amount of abortions as this woman for sure. No doubt. <laughs> she's got mind. a vibe. I don't know. I love it, that's and that's cool. Cruel. There's no judgmental. There's no. It's it's true. I guarantee. There's a sideline. There's a side story where they just rip from this probably, and they're like, <laughs> okay, so Jenna's mom, yeah, <laughs> Jenna's mom tries to get her aborted before it's too late, before it legally becomes murder. There's a um, whiteboard in Tina Fey's office that says Jenna's mom, Norma McCarvey, but fun. <laughs> um. Okay. So Norma then. Does, so, so she, she becomes, becomes like this poster child for yes. the pro-choice movement which is in brain is like unraveling that was the right approach yeah 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 uh which so like no right, pro-life so pro well what are you trying to say? first first she's be like you know she does a lot of uh speaking at demonstrations and she's like i'm the pro-choice person and she's like becomes this mascot for this movement mm -hmm. um and then so she's constantly she's working as a therapist at an abortion clinic right she's the one who makes sure that the women who go to get an abortion are cool with really like that's what they want to do and she's like hey if this is what you want to do that's all you gotta care about right fuck all these other right. people it's you and there's this one guy flip some bullshit. his name is flip which is criminal it's a criminal thing to name someone it's probably why he's such a uh evangelical activist and he's like a real burden on everyone there he will like throw himself in the way of the door so you can't even get in he will scream mm -hmm. at you call you a murderer as you go to get an abortion and they go so far that he just like moves beside norma mccorvey and becomes her neighbor right because the organization has decided Whoa. like oh this is a poster child if we could get her on our side, that would be like a big win for the pro-life movement. So they like physically rent out or buy the house beside her and he lives there. And then eventually he like woos her into becoming a born again Christian. And then she now is like the head of like the figurehead of the pro-life movement for like the next decade or so. Does he like like legit seduce her like no. nipple no, no, out? No. OK, damn. He's just like. You're a sinner, ain't you? I used to be a sinner, but now I'm 
I'm in his uh, his light, the Lord, who is a man, and he's our king, daddy, and he says that this is bad. <laughs> daddy says bad. I should oh. point out, yeah, I think she was, I think she, I don't know if she was out at the point, but I think she was like ex- oh. like a lesbian at a certain point. You want to know right? the she, most fucked up part about this. So she's a, she's a lesbian with a current girlfriend at this point. Right. And then this flip guy is just badgering into her head that having sex with someone of your same gender is evil, is evil. And it's a it's just like snacking a bunch. You shouldn't do it just because you want to. Right. Mm. It's just like it's not love. It's just a fun desire. So don't do it. So she stays with this woman and just stops having sex and just won't have sex with her because she's convinced it's evil because she's a born-again Christian and evangelicals are a burden on everyone in this universe and should be burned in a heap. And she's this... so, she like stays with this woman and this woman like loves her and it's just like, yeah. yeah, I guess we're just gonna be friends and we're gonna break up and stay together for years and be just friends. And she's like devastated and sad, but like still doing it. And Norma Gorby's like, ah, <laughs> this is it. I'm doing this now. And then you find out later she's getting a fuck ton of money from this organization. Yeah, so that's a huge thing. Is like she after she changes her stance, she then comes out and is like, actually, abortion, not chill. And then they're like, perfect. Keep saying that for like five years until you destroy your reputation, the reputations of everyone who supported you before. And you know, honestly, kind of like tear apart a very fundamental thing in America. And uh she says that, and nobody, but nobody knew. Until literally, I mean, maybe there are rumors, but like she didn't come out right and say that until like the documentary came out. I think she died in 2017 or something. Yeah, but this documentary came out. Documentary. It's okay. So the documentary came out in 2020. I don't know how many people knew that they paid her to say those things. Yeah, there's this great part where one of the guys who was like one of the behind the scenes leaders was like, well, we after a while it became like a fear right like you had to be paying her or else maybe she would stop saying right. that abortion is bad and we needed her on our side um, which is so funny because it's like uh do, do you think she stopped do you think was it worth it like think of all the money they pay they dumped into this woman being like abortion's bad like it didn't stop anything at all they just gave a lady who needed cash Probably to play like Kino or some bullshit. Like for like I don't know what yeah. she was using the money. She does for. seem like kind of a turd. That's the yeah. funny part. It's like she is being this beacon for two sides of an issue. And the whole time you're like, man, if it wasn't for if you never had to get an abortion and didn't go for this, you would just be like some shitty lady in Florida. Yeah, exactly. It's a wild <laughs> I don't know. Um, so she you know, near the end of the documentary is like super becomes like kind of again like switches back a little right yeah. she's not as much going and speaking around the country but she just seems like to drop the whole these i love these christian dudes thing and she's left this lady that she loved she's like alone maybe she's dating someone now i don't know but she's not an ev- evangelical christian and then she dies and <laughs> fucking flip is <laughs> they do her funeral that's so why last moment on this earth is just the fucking Christians being like, wasn't she a great beacon for us? Wasn't she as she's dead and can't speak up for herself? They're just like, but she hated abortion and she was a light and we're going to speak for her now that she's dead. And her dumbass family's like, all right, right, cool, I guess. I don't know. It's so fucking heinous. It's so cruel. I what a f- oh. It's an insane story. It's just like. 
you I if you wrote a story like this, I'd be like, come on, man, this shit's never going to they would this would never happen. Nobody is no one is at the forefront of a landmark court case, then changes their position, lies about it, whatever. And then despite knowing all the shit, their family is like, yeah, like they're dead. But like, you know, we uh, we know how she really felt. And she still hated this abortion shit. You know, she would have loved all this God shit that we're doing. That's like um, a weird. I can't believe that the, all this shit is actually real. But it's a. I think the big theme here is very similar to a lot of what we run into in this podcast. And it's just a, like as soon as someone kind of represents an idea, everyone around them is just going to dump some shit onto them. Yeah. And be like, this is what this person stands for. And it's like, this is just some cigarette smoking crazy lady. But God bless right. her. She... You know, she just wanted an abortion and you wouldn't let her. And there was a point where they were like, the only reason Rovi, like one of the ladies who worked for uh, at a clinic was like, yeah, they just probably wouldn't have gotten let this case go so far if she was like a more literate person. Wait, they, what? Yeah, yeah. It was like, the <laughs> case, like she won the case kind of because she seemed like a dingus. Or she like <laughs> someone who struggled, if I'm gonna say it nicer than the documentary did. They they're like, well, she's a dummy, so that's why they uh, they made this case. That's why they won. Well, I just think it was like at the time, literate women were easier to dismiss. Wow. Yeah, and then it cuts just, to her binge like, I don't read good <laughs> immediately. It's so fucking wild. Just fucked from top to bottom completely. One of my favorite moments in the documentary, and this is just me being a jerk, is she quotes Macbeth, and she's like, that's Macbeth from Shakespeare. And, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, why did you quote that part? And she's like, I just think Macbeth was a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> it opens with her saying, like, I am not a quiet, demure person. I like attention. And there's, I think that theme is, like, kind of in this, is because she's just, like, a little bit playing these sides against each other and being at the forefront of this story and that's like kind of what it feels like when she reaches out to her daughter is like hey we can be in the light again come on come yeah. on get this with me, man. we could be a, we could ride this fucker to the moon i think a good documentary like something that's a lot of documentaries that really hold my attention like at the center of all of them is someone who's just like a good scammer okay yeah. i like someone who just really likes a fucking um, like a ploy or a plot or whatever, mm -hmm. and just has something and like this. And Norma like had that energy of just like, yeah, you know what, y'all? I think we can make a little bit of scratch off of it. <laughs> She's <just> like, okay. <laughs> she She's has like, a I'm great not... vibe of an American sleaze ball, and I love it. I truly right. love it, and I want to build a statue of her. I think she. It's like a real American story of just like, oh, this person was like i'm tired of having all these kids for free like let's see what we can do <laughs> for this i love that Ugh. that's yankee ingenuity at its finest honestly so i have no problem with any of that it's um, really fucked up how hard her life was it truly fucked that's what's fucking weird like so i want to sit here and make these jokes but it's also yeah. like that's all I every about. I like, single well, step she got fucked pretty hard by the world she didn't get fucked for sure but like there's this question of like okay how much of your past trauma can be an excuse for your current behavior and it's like yes you can be you can have gone through traumatic things but if you're not actively like working to combat the effects of that or like if you're saying if you're doing shitty things and then just immediately being like well but i've been through shitty things that's not 
that's not like a zero sum game. That doesn't make it okay to be actively shitty because shitty things were happening to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like so we're that's... jumping through hoops where we could just bully her anyway. <laughs> Fucking Wait, word. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. I it's it's a weird thing to be like this bad person. You kind of said this before, but like this person who's done shitty things. I, I won't say bad person, whatever, but who's done shitty things to her daughter and people in her life, who's had shitty things done to her, is like literally this linchpin of like a very important thing. Yeah, her and legacy nobody, is like beautiful. It's right. <laughs> From the ugliest fucking most backwater bullshit that has ever, not ever happened, but like it, it truly like a, uh, like you said, a beautiful like is fucking wild to me. And nobody talks about this. I didn't know this until now. I don't know how many people knew. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people knew this, but like, do I, do I have to be like a fucking women's study major in college to learn about this? Because it feels like nobody ever talked to they me did about make a movie shit. about her life that the lady who played her won an emmy for so i think there was like a period in time where it was like a little more popular to know her story okay so an emmy so it was on tv not for yeah. me all right not an oscar <laughs> he's a big screen guy that's yeah sorry small sorry <laughs> Crank it, did you baby. say did you say a movie or something that i just have on in the background while i'm ironing my pants you know what i mean movie. like i think it was a movie Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was an Oscar and I'm in dumb and just mixing up my words. I don't really celebrate golden statues. You know, that's just my thing. Mm, if, you see, if you see a Buddha on the road, kill it. That's why <laughs> I've said that my whole life. <laughs> that's why we're um, all right. We've danced around this long enough. Do you have a scale for old Norma McCorvey? I have a I have a little quick one. Um, OK. One. Being like good ass life, good things happening, just decency is that you're Shelly Lynn Thornton and you just never get that call. You're mm. just an orphan who gets adopted and gets to live a life with parents that love you. You know, the one the, though, I would say the one benefit later is that she like reconnects with one of her other daughters and they're yes. like, they have a really good relationship. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more. Um... So the relationship with Shelly is like non-existent at this point, which makes sense. The other daughter's like, yeah, I forgive her. Whatever. I she Jennifer Ferguson. Time. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I'm pretty sure I wrote it down because that was the other daughter's name. She was yeah. not. I forget what her story was, but she did. She, she was not, you know, she wasn't attached to the whole abortion debate. Right. But she was still <laughs> like an adopted daughter of of Norma. Yeah. Um, so like, I guess that's one good thing, but also just like, yeah. You get adopted. You never hear about it. your mother. Never calls you for cigarette cash. You just get to live a life as a loved child um, that only knows love as uh, in the fun way, where just families raise you and care about you and don't need okay. them from you for their own good. And then um, a ten, you know, a ten would be. I mean, honestly, that moment, that moment when you get that call has to be a 10. That's fucking awful where yeah. you're like, oh, my God, mom. Holy shit, mom. Like, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, can you give me some scratch offs? I think yeah. I would have picked this week. <laughs> and like, um, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with that. And then you just hear the click of the phone hanging up. <laughs> she said she won't do it. She um, knows she, she won't. Fuck her. Call Jennifer then. You got other daughters. Um. Uh, uh you don't have to pick way... you don't have to pick right now okay. do you want to actually go ahead well i will what say i'm rating her heavier than i probably should but because i truly hate evangelical christians so much 
I mm-hmm. truly think it's an awful thing to be, and I fucking hate you people if you're out there. Um, unless you're most of our audience, and I'm truly sorry. Uh, may we, he rise and kill our enemies <laughs> <laughs> with his flaming sword. His if flaming you're, yeah, if you're, if you're evangelical and you listen to this, sorry about what he just said. If you're evangelical and you want to sponsor this podcast, mm-hmm. we'll delete this whole thing. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> we'll delete every episode. Um, <laughs> but the thing that really fucking sucks is that she was on the side, like she was in those clinics dealing with the traumatic like the traumatized women who had just walked through these christian assholes screaming at them she saw firsthand what they were doing to these women and then like for some cash flip sides like it was nothing right and that's fucking heinous to me that is absolutely you saw you were there you were on the front lines of this you saw how fucking bad it was and then you just hopped over for some fucking attention and money fuck you i'm giving her a six Giving her a six. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fans of the show, you can see where that ranks uh, to everybody else. I really I think do need just to put below dropping the atomic bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I waited a heavier because I hate evangelical uh, Christians more. <laughs> She's a complicated person. She had a horrifying life, but I that one decision really sat poorly with me. That and you know she tried to be a baby killer, and I'm very pro life. <laughs> what if this is the episode we find? That's out? the clip, and that's the clip, folks. <laughs> That's going to be the commercial for this episode. Uh, okay. Yeah. So my shit in a scale. Um, how should I do? I think she is scale of one to 10. One is good uh, or one is not shitty. I A not shitty thing that would be comparable here would be like. Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> you. You're just like, <laughs> here's a one. Here's a one in the scale you're uh you're norma's neighbor and uh that guy flips is like hey we'll pay you two million dollars to buy your house <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea who he is you have no idea yeah. you don't even know about roe v wade you're just right. a person who just bought a house in what seems like a chill neighborhood <laughs> right and you're like oh we don't have to live here next to this neighbor who doesn't cut their grass anymore <laughs> yeah for two for two mil you said yeah <laughs> we'll go to new house that's fine Hell that's yeah. good I met her That's neighbor. Just, I'm not a fan of her. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of wild. <laughs> she seems kind of wishy-washy. I don't know. what. There's something there. Just a little bit off. She's always asking to borrow a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a one. You're the neighbor whose house gets bought, and then they uh, ruin another person's life. Yeah, you just move somewhere else, and you're like, damn, I made a good real estate decision. Life is rad. A 10 being the worst is... Uh, you're one of norma's three children and you, the three kids are arguing so you're um fuck what's her name again teresa what's her name shelly lynn thornton shelly shelly ferguson shelly is you're shelly and you are arguing with your other sisters half sisters just you know because you're in an <laughs> wow, argument wow way to draw that line <laughs> you're, you're in just an so argument you know you're not real sisters that's ben driving by their house that's becoming friends that's what i say as shelly that's what i'm saying like so you know we're not real sisters da, 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 da. and then one of those <laughs> sisters goes just so you know mom tried to have you aborted okay <laughs> yeah. that's a 10. if and it wasn't for the like, archaic political system right. in this country you never would have existed <laughs> if paperwork didn't take so long 
I wouldn't be wasting my time arguing with you. That's <laughs> what a sister says to you. That is a 10. because Not because that's like the worst thing anyone's ever heard. It's pretty bad, but it's not the worst thing. But it's because you know it is true. It is yeah, a real... Yeah. You and the rest of the country. <laughs> no. There's no rebuttal. You can't be like, well, your ass stinks or your your boyfriend's dick is weird. There's nothing you can say no, back. That's just stuff to... you're making up. You don't know that for a fact. But the Someone entire can literally... Supreme Court knows. Right. They can pull up Google and be like, <laughs> bitch, this is you, okay? This is what you are to our mother. And then you just have to sit in that or beat, you got to beat the shit out of your sister. Do you ever think about but, that awkward day? She kind of had like a, you know, like a Frasier pregnancy. When Daphne gets pregnant, the lady who plays Daphne and Frasier gets pregnant. And then yeah. they're, they're just putting stuff in front of her stomach for a bunch of episodes. And then suddenly she goes up to a clinic up north and comes back not pregnant anymore um and they make like weird like fourth wall jokes about it but they never outright address it like do you think that everyone did that they're the supreme court here yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's like wow you got a you got a lot less pregnant looking than you did at the beginning of this why is she wearing boxes as a robot costume for (laughs) halloween in july she's carrying stacks of pillows (laughs) (laughs) she's dressed as a pumpkin in court today i don't quite understand (laughs) What's up? I don't know. She's wacky. Um, so yeah, for me, it's she's very shitty to her kid. But you know, again, trauma happened to her. She induced some trauma on others. Net good, I would say, because of what she did. A lot of people were able to have some body autonomy, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um Texas have something to fight against for the rest of their lives forever. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of trying to secede every day, they wait <laughs> like, you know, like every six months to like, okay, but we'll go back to abortion, but we'll come back to this. Um, I think even though she's a harmful person, she did more good than harm somehow. Uh, unbelievably. So I'm giving her a three. I don't think she's, this is probably the most, this is the biggest schism we've had yeah. so far, probably. But I don't think she's almost drop a nuclear bomb bad. <laughs> so. I stand by what I said. So, <laughs> it, it's fucked be... up. It's fucked up that she lied. It's fucked up that, you know, she came back into her kid's life in that fashion. But like, she was making more, more or less, she had made, decisions she thought were right in the time and you know she was doing this shit for money i don't know what else she was going through i don't know if the money what the money was for you know maybe she really needed it like maybe she's trying to get her life on on uh on track and she's like yeah i guess i'll lie to some christians or whatever so i can get my shit together which is what i can get my ged which is what those people were doing anyway so and and i think the big thing is like her lying yes it you know, it, it's something that like fucking virgins at a party could be like, well, actually, the person who was involved in Roe v. Wade doesn't even believe in abortion. But they weren't, you know, whatever. They were going to have some bullshit point anyway. Yeah. I don't think her, that lie did undid what Roe v. Wade I'm like, all right, we'll did. see you next year when you're pregnant and having to face this is the reality right. of this decision. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I gave her a three. You know what else would be a 10 is being one of Flip's kids. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be hell. There's no way that's a good life. There's no fucking. I want to see a documentary on him because, you know, for a fact, he is either he has done horrible things to people or he's like a sex pervert. He's just like a a real deviant. And that's his shame and self-loathing because he can't accept the, his desires to be like peed on. Yeah. It's like this is how it's manifesting. It's like women can't abort anything because I love the golden juice. At this point, it'd be more of a mind fuck if like a guy like that just turned out to be a normal guy with a huge dick and just was good and bad. <laughs> that would be you way more regular and just put right. together. Yeah, they're like, whoa, this is odd. You're like, wait, there's nothing behind any of this. He's just this guy in public and then like a good dad behind that. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this stuff. I don't know what to do with this. And like the FD actual story was like season four of Dexter, where he's just like cutting up people in bathrooms. Whoa, but, yeah, whoa, 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 buddy! Oh, sorry, I you just got there. <laughs> I haven't got to the newest season of uh, Dexter. First episode, you get to see John Lithgow's ass. Mm, I did <laughs> watch cool. this. Dexter cool. kind of sucked. Um, yeah, I only made a season four. That's pretty far. Uh, I had a time when I was watching every single thing uh, that could, like I would burn in through uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I did not have a high bar and I only made it through half of that show. I feel like that's not a great that's not great for that show. That's fair. I'll give you that. Um, Albert, where can people find you if they want to find you? Hmm? Nowhere. I have no life now. I just work mm-hmm. and I don't like it. And I have to pretend like I love it. Where can they come visit you at work? We're, we're, um, what sites really dead in your basement? If you smell, uh, I probably if you smell <laughs> a dead body in your basement, uh, that's me, it's a baby. rock reference for people who don't know. Really? Okay. Wow. Who's yeah. A rock like rock and roll. Yeah. No, the rock. That was his big slogan is if you smell what the rock is cooking. So you'd be like, if you smell what the rock is cooking and then That's the music cool. would hit see like a celebrity do, chef who is that we can't do more because we'll have to pay for it but people know <laughs> oh we're gonna get sued okay. yeah we're gonna get sued. um i don't know i've kind of started working on these this like little project i won't announce until i get a little more into it and that's it i'm gonna start a TikTok this month is that real that's real um good my little stand-up clips on it i got my first clip maybe two Oh, you're gonna be and one then, of those uh, guys who ruins TikTok for the rest of us. Perfect. What's that you're mad about seeing people? I can't stand it. No, 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 no. I like TikTok. I can't stand how my comedian friends have been using TikTok. And I understand it's been fruitful for them, but like TikTok was so fun, just like Vine was so fun. And then it, that is just people who are not this isn't you. You're probably gonna be great. 100 percent uh, <laughs> who are you know 38 and they're like walking in a park and they're like isn't it fun they're just doing a bit to their camera no no, no. i can't stand that i'm just posting bits is also bad but i love you so it's fine because you're bad because nobody knows i do this and nobody cares and i'm gonna that's what tiktok is is people showing off the talent that they've crafted over the years and i've spent a goddamn decade being good at something and nobody knows or cares and i'm gonna post it on tiktok so teens can see it and laugh at my terrible body yeah, but that's not. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy for you. Is what I meant to say. Um, you do not mean that. <laughs> no, I don't, because I don't like it when people post stand up or do their bits front facing camera thing. People are so creative on TikTok. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I love the youth, and they're gonna save us from this burning sun that's about to explode. But yours is the only one that I will like. <laughs> totally fine i don't need your likes i don't need anyone's likes i don't need any i don't even need laughs man i don't need anything i'm just gonna do this despite everyone that exists. i've seen your set and that all adds up uh 
I'm just kidding. Ben, you're very funny. Benjamin Square, Benvenido. Where can the internet find you? You can find me at Shaq Katzner on Twitter. But more importantly, this week, one day after you're listening, well, depending on when you're listening, this podcast comes out on a Monday. But on 1026, my book, Hello, My Name is Poop, comes out for purchase in stores. If you haven't received your, if you didn't pre-order and you're like, oh, no, I didn't pre-order. What can I do? You, my friend, can go to your nearest indie bookstore. You can go to a Barnes and Noble. You can order it on Amazon. You can do whatever you want. I don't really care because no one really told me what I was supposed to care about. But I do know that you can go and grab my book on shelves in stores Tuesday, 10, 26, 21. Yes. Can I buy it on Amazon? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'll scrape your tongue for you if you do it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's coming out. Cool tuesday and then um i will also say if you're in new york and you want to see me do some live stand-up comedy i will i have a show that i'm hosting at a speakeasy in the east village called darlings it's got a great lineup we got someone just dropped out so it'll be a different lineup than what's on the poster but it will still be good because that's what we do baby uh and we added someone who's not on the poster but darlings check it out ten dollars to come to the show I told my coworkers that I do comedy to make sure that we have <gasps> enough people in the audience. Whoa, so I'm this really, fucking better be a good show. Wow. I'm disturbed. That's a, yeah. that's a no one understands. That's a huge step. That's fucking, yeah. That is. I wow. outed myself as a comedian to my coworkers for like ten extra tickets, and I'll do it again. Comedy keeps to. getting brought up at work, and it terrifies me every time. I'm like, please, do not please, tell please, them please, until please they are holding a hammer to oh, your head. Never, I would yeah. never. Especially since half of my comedy is like, isn't working in the trades fucking stupid? Right. <laughs> I hate work. Please don't make me work. You hate working. You hate Italians, and you hate driving, and those are the three main Send things that they back. do. Send them back. <laughs> I know it's four generations too late, but we gotta get them the hell out of here. Before we sign off, can you give them the email and the Twitter? I please I never do. Follow us on Twitter and send us your hate mail at Burn Your Heroes. And send us a hot, sexy email at burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. If you have any erotic fan fiction for the podcast, Ben and hmm. I uh, on adventures with some of the random people we've burned, having yeah. elaborate foot parties or whatever yeah. disgusting things he's into that i, I want mother Teresa's full foot in my mouth yeah that's what i want and i just want to cheer him on while he does it fully clothed i just want to be there and supporting my friend mm. non-sexually cmf <laughs> cmf what is it clothe male <laughs> cm <laughs> I guess for us it'd be CM. I actually don't know what you're talking about. I've never been on the internet. I have no idea what you're saying. This is all alien to me. You sound like a real pervert for knowing that though. C M C M Cloth Mail. Cloth Mail. Oh God. Naked foot. Shut this shit down before we get shut down, baby.